What's good, everybody? Welcome into the golf-only weekly episode of The Early Edge as we continue to expand the brand. You all love it. You asked for it. We're going to give it to you. Now, we're coming off an incredible week at the PGA Championship. Phil Mickelson, the oldest major champion ever. He's in the field this week, and we're here for you every single week. So let's not waste any more time. Let's bring in the star of the show. Colonial Country Club is the spot. An incredibly good field, I think, for the week after a major. Rick Rungood, the incredible host of the First Cut podcast, as always. And Rick G, I got to tell you, not only Phil, but there are plenty of players that are making the trip to Fort Worth this week. How about that win last week, coach? Un- Amazing. Unbelievable Amazing. stuff. He's he's able to pull it off. There were plenty of times that you thought the wheels were going to fall off. He held it together yes. long enough to hoist the Wanamaker. Beautiful. But yeah, he's playing this week, which was kind of a surprise to me. I thought he was going to WD, said, I'll play this week. Mm-hmm. And then he said, I'll take two weeks off and I'll, I'll see you at Torrey Pines. <laughs> and that that creates a, an even better field, uh, you know, headlined by Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth. We've got some of the young guns like Will Zalatoris and Scotty Scheffler. So it, it should be awesome. I mean, Colonial's a staple coach you know that we've seen this yep. course uh, essentially every single year for the last 75 years it's really special stuff it, it really is and this is kind of a cool week i guess when you look back we're exactly a year from yep. when the pga tour returned daniel berger beat colin morikawa uh, in a in a playoff a year ago but it's hard to believe that it's been a full year because the pandemic seemingly went on forever but thank goodness it seems like we're coming out the other end of it but the only thing i don't like about this course rick is it's a par 70 I'm yep. not a big fan of par 70s. I'm just not. I don't know why, but I'm just not. It's a par 70. I mean, th- whatever you th- knew about golf courses last week, just forget about it. Completely different this <laughs> week. It's a, it's a par 70. It's 7,200 yards. We've seen a lot of shorter hitters find success here. Kevin Knock, Kevin Kisner, both recent winners. There's tree-lined fairways. You're going to kind of have to make sure that you keep the ball in play so you don't get caught in jail if you're hitting it a little bit wayward. And then with 5,000 square foot greens on average, that tends to mm-hmm. skew smaller on the PGA Tour. So you're going to either have to hit a bunch of them coach or you're gonna have to lean on that short game a little bit and as we mentioned like uh, you know justin rose has won this event uh kevin kisner kevin na daniel berger jordan spieth there's not really a through line between all these winners Mm -hmm. there's a lot of different ways to get it done well you better have your wedge game uh intact because there are a whole bunch of par fours from the 400 yard to the 450 yard uh range which brings a lot of 120 to 125 approach shots into the mix so that's kind of been the mo really good ball strikers you don't have to be a long hitter to win and play well here so let's jump into your board uh this is what we do every single week we give you a couple of matchups a couple of props and then a couple of possible winners as well so let's start with your two matchups this week what do you like Sure, Coach. Well, you mentioned ball strikers, and Will Zalator certainly qualifies in that category. Since he made his debut at the U.S. Open in September, there are only two golfers better on approach than him, Justin Thomas and Colin Morikawa. Pretty good class of names to be in. So I'm going to take him minus 105 over Scotty Scheffler. I just think that no matter the course, no matter the field, no matter what, Zalator has been finding a way to put his name on the first page of the leaderboard. And then I'm going with Joaquin Neiman. He's a big favorite, minus 133 in our world that's pretty significant over Justin Rose who I am just not a believer in I think we have a perfect storm of Rose being a former champion here uh, also the fact that he he played or at least his finish looked good last week but he gained nearly 12 strokes putting last week at the PGA championship to put that into perspective by far his best putting uh, event ever and the eighth best putting event on tour by anyone anyone since the start of 2015 he is due for some 
putting regression. And I think it comes back in a big way this week, coach. You know, I meant to, I meant to mention at the top of the show about Phil Mickelson. Good thing that Mark's not here, Emmelman, because uh, did you see the picture of Phil uh, poolside Monday? He wasn't out of Colonial. <laughs> he was sipping wine by the pool, kind of kicking it, reveling in his. So I almost thought you were going to throw in a Chris Kirk over Phil Mickelson matchup this week. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but yeah. but nevertheless, I, I may still pull the trigger come Thursday morning. You never know. Uh, all right, I want a couple of props that you're looking at. You say, you know what? I like the value here, and I like the player. It matches up nice. What do you like? Yeah, indeed. Let's start with Brian Harmon to finish inside the top 10. You can get it at plus 320, and Harmon missed the cut last week. He didn't play particularly bad, but that's a big ballpark for him. He is not mm-hmm. a long hitter. He tries to rely on kind of wedges and short game and things like that, and the ocean course just absolutely took it to him. Now you go to a place that should be one of the better fits on the PGA Tour because he can keep it inside the tree lines. It's not too long for anybody. We've seen that through our winners, and Brian Harmon, uh, outside of the PGA Championship, has been playing great, so plus 320 for him to finish inside the top 10. And then I'm going back to Doc Redman. I think we're starting to see signs of life from Doc again. I've got him finishing inside the top 20 at four to one. That's plus 400. And over his last two events, he's starting to turn into that player again that we saw at the end of 2020, where he hits his driver really well. He hits his irons really well. And then, you know, if he can be an average putter, he can contend. His last event was the Byron Nelson. He had a top 10 there. He did not play at the PGA Championship. And I just thought, I just think we're starting to see really good signs from him coach and we're not asking him to do too much finishing inside the top 20 we're asking the stash to finish top 20 that's all we're trying to do right? that's it by the, <laughs> by the way we talk about players all the time that how important it is to be able to set your own schedule well brian Harmon is a perfect example of that because he needs to play every single course like this one but you gotta you gotta be able to get into it and it's a it's a big problem if you're one of those fringe players that has to wait to see if you get in brian Harmon certainly isn't one of those guys all right Give me two players, Rick G, that you're looking at this week. You're saying to yourself, you know what? With a really good week, four solid rounds, they could put on that beautiful coat or jacket, (laughs) whatever you want to call it. Come Sunday, who do you like? Yeah, let's start with Patrick Reap, uh, 22 to one. And I'm just I'm just scanning the board over at William Hill. And you start to look at some of the guys uh, that are priced in a similar range. You know, Daniel Berger, Tony Finau, Joaquin Neiman, Will Zalatoris, Abraham Answer. I mean, Patrick Reed, I believe, has more wins than all of those guys combined. He is a winner on the PGA Tour now nine times. And you're talking about small greens that you either need to hit or you need to be able to get up and down. That is Patrick Reed's MO. He finished inside the top 10 at this event last year and I think he's got plenty of momentum coming off the PGA Championship to make plenty of noise and if it's not him it might be Charlie Hoffman 35 to 1 in fact this has been bet down he opened up at 45 to 1 and it's 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 viable I mean he is one of the best ball strikers on the PGA Tour since the start of 2021 we've seen him continually pile up top 20 finishes he's been contending he's been around and when you put Charlie Hoffman in Texas coach uh, that's the time he has he has made a career out of playing in the Lone Star State, and I certainly don't think that that changes this week. And it should be noticed, he's played uh, literally a 1,000 practice rounds with Phil Mickelson, and maybe he's looking at lefty saying, you know what, if that dude can do it, I'm in my 40s now, I can do it too. His game is certainly ready, and you never can underestimate motivation, that is for sure. Quick programming note. Uh, First Cut Pod is in your feed right now. We did it last night at 5.30 Eastern time. Plenty of discussion when it comes to Phil, when it comes to Brooks and Bryson, and also plenty of our picks as our betting cards are up there as well. All right, as for this episode, 
Let's bring it up. We're up against it. Grab your paper. Grab your pencil. Here's what Rick G likes. He likes Will Zalatoris, which I love as well. It's on my betting card for the week over Scotty Scheffler and Joaquin Neiman, minus 133 over Justin Rose. Then a couple of props. Ryan Harmon, top 10. That's coming back at plus 320. And Doc Redman, top 20. That's giving you a return of plus 400. Then a couple of winners. Patrick Reed to win, plus 2,200. And Charlie Hoffman to win, plus 3,500. And we tell you all the time, just a little sprinkle on the winners because it's very, very hard to do. All right. You've got your marching orders. Let's take five of these six tickets straight to the pay window for Rick Run Good, Rick G, the jeweler. Our executive producer puts it all together. I am the coach just grinding through a week after a major. We got to shake off the rust and let's go. The only place for your golf early edge. Good luck. Thank you.